0: Okay, here we are. How are you? I'm okay. How about yourself?
1: Good, thanks. Good to see you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, where are you in this in your studio?
1: I'm actually at home in New Jersey right now.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. It's quite quite yep. a nice space you got there.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> and are you at home as well? I'm at home. Okay. I'm
0: at home. I, I, I've been home for uh, since Monday.
1: <clears throat> uh, I was
0: actually out, out toward you. Uh, this past couple of weeks, I was in uh, where was Camden? Oh, really? Yeah, it was a big festival there about a week ago.
1: Ah, oh, oh wow! I didn't even realize that. Oh, good. So you guys are touring? Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, back out out on the road.
1: Yeah, what does it feel like to be back out there?
0: Uh, it's um, well, there was a little bit of re-entry anxiety, like most people. But but for the most part, it feels good. Um, if everybody would just cooperate, I think we can keep going.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I know. Uh, So tell us about the new album.
0: Wow. The new record. Um, We started it uh, in January, 2020 and uh, we're moving along pretty well, you know, doing shows and, and working on, on this, uh, you know, about three days a week. And then suddenly some odd thing happened pandemic hit uh two weeks into um into march so we shut everything down literally shut everything down you know our entire not only us as a band the entire industry just shut down we started doing a few things a few months later and then we went back into the studio because the studio we use has a real big recording room so we were able to separate uh all these protocols you know that, that we had to follow and we managed to work again in July for, and, and finish it off. And then uh, after that, was just a matter of just mixing, doing some overdubs. A lot of that stuff was done remotely. David would go into the studio. Caesar recorded most of his uh, tracks at home. So it got all assembled. And then by uh, of May, April of, uh, of 2010, uh, 21, I remember, yeah, 2021, mm-hmm. we finally started assembling the package, and then it got released in um, around July, I guess, you know, the time is so elastic, you know what I mean, I know, it, it, it's just so weird to, to to kind of get the the right uh, gauge of how time flows,
1: oh, I know, I'm doing the same thing, I'm always like, what year are we in, <laughs> I can't
0: oh, yeah. here it is, yeah, um. that's usually, that's usually the goes along with the territory when you're a musician you go on the road I never thought that you'd lose track of the day but it was the first thing that went was the 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 day of the week but now with with this it was just it's so bizarre everything it seems upside down
1: oh no for sure for sure I have
0: a question for you though yeah how how do you manage to get no glare on your glasses because that's been
1: (gasps) I don't know I've tried everything
0: I don't know. I've tried st- you know, standing on my head and it's still it's still got this glare.
1: Is it um yeah, you do? I wonder. Uh there, that's I think, better. You can, I
0: think they say if you tip them forward like this.
1: Them, yeah. I didn't even do that. It must just be the way I'm sitting.
0: Okay, there you go. It just yeah, looks on you know, that's, that's okay. Better. I can live with that.
1: It's still a little. Maybe look down. Yeah, see that? Yeah, there you maybe go. Down a little bit. There yeah. you go. That's better. Okay, stay just like that for the next half hour. Don't move. <laughs> Oh all right so
0: okay okay so everything Um. so yeah again? back
1: to Native sun. So how did you come up with what selection you guys were gonna do for Native sun? Well
0: the, the concept first uh, was the first thing that 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 came up uh, we said okay we could do the the well no rather the whole idea of doing a covers record came up <clears throat> then we said, wow, that's vast. How do we come up with what song uh, being a band? and being around music for you know, well over 50 years now, but you know, the band is actually gonna, uh, in, um, we'll be 48 years old in, uh, in November. Wow. And we're looking at 24 months until we're 50 years old. It's a wow. long time for a band. So all that information up in our heads, uh, we had to come up with something that we can narrow it down to. And we said, well, why don't we make this a tribute to Los Angeles? And that was a, uh, fantastic. That was not easy either. <laughs> we started uh, picking the personal favorites: Conrad's favorite, Steve, David, myself, Caesar. And then, uh, then we we felt, oh, boy, let let we really need to think about um, what territory we want to cover. And uh, and what what uh, what significant songs to have, and and you can't miss out. You can't have a, a, a record about LA without a song by War. You can't have a a record about LA without a tribute to where we come from. So we have the Midnighters, we were trailblazers in the in the '60s the East LA sound. And of course, then we had Jackson Brown, and then we had Buffalo Springfield that drove by one one day and and, uh, and managed to create a lot of great music in LA and. And um, oh, God, Lalo Guerrero, who was like the original Chicano, was going way, way back to the the 30s and 40s. So uh, I think it, we we uh, we came up with a pretty sizable uh, amount of songs and a and a, 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 I think a really nice tribute to Los Angeles.
1: And what made you want to do a tribute to Los Angeles?
0: Well, it was really pragmatically we had to come up with something to narrow down the hundreds of songs that we could have possibly (laughs) done so uh that that helped us narrow it down the the next record will be if we do another covers record it'll be more about songs from all over so it will probably be a you know a five disc cd or a two and a half hour record i don't know how we would do that
1: and let's go back to the tour a little bit. So you guys are touring. Tell us about that, and tell us, you know, for people that don't know, what will fans get to see when they see a Los Lobos show?
0: Well, that's that's a that's a really good question. Um, we've done over the over the years uh, since we've been on you uh, know touring uh, around the world, we've come up with different formats. We do a traditional show of of traditional Mexican music because we spent a lot of years. Uh, Researching, studying, and playing regional Mexican music before we switch back to rock and roll. There are uh, many different facets to Los Lobos. There's there's uh, the traditional Mexican music which we can play a dedicated show doing that. We have a you know obviously a rock and roll um, uh, part of what we do. We can do a whole show doing that, and we any combination of it. So uh, when we go on the road, we, we, uh, we do a little of everything. Uh, we do a show that actually combines the traditional uh, music played on traditional instruments with, with, the, with the contemporary rock side. So there's a lot of different things we, we can do. And, and, uh, but for the most part, it's covering all of the territory that we've done in, I don't know how many records we have by now. And uh, also playing covers. We've always played covers. So that's why this Native Sons came natural to us.
1: Yeah. How, how and you started as a, a wedding band, right?
0: <laughs> I made a joke that, that after 50 years, we were playing all these covers because we we're kind of like a wedding band again. But uh, oh, in the early years, we did everything, you know, just working musicians trying to struggle to get by. We did, we did everything and anything. And then we made a trip across LA River, which is a light and between East LA and the rest of Los Angeles and started playing the punk rock club. So that was another thing altogether. That's how we came into the industry through that door.
1: Yep, good door. Um, so fans go to see you, they're gonna get some, a little bit of everything. That's-
0: A little bit of everything. And of course, so the current tour has songs for the for the new record from Native Sons.
1: What are some of your favorite songs to play live?
0: Oh, play live! Wow, I really, really enjoy the the traditional acoustic regional Mexican tour. I mean, songs that we do, and um, we did a tour of the of the of the U.S. Uh, a few years back, with us playing just traditional instruments, traditional music, with um with I think it was uh six or eight couples of uh. uh no, I think totally it was about six or eight dancers, traditional Mexican uh, dance with the with the, um, with the the costumes and everything. It was a beautiful show. He presented it in Performing Arts Center. So it was really, really gorgeous show. And I really enjoyed doing that. And then, heck, you know, when you just crank it up and play loud rock and roll, that's a lot of fun too.
1: Well, have you always gotten along?
0: How have we, how have we gone along all these years? Well, you know, when you really come down to it, what keeps us together is the fact that we were friends before we were a band together. We all went to, grew up in the neighborhoods in East Los Angeles. We all uh, uh, were friends before anything else. So uh, we came together as, as friends uh, with our mutual interest in music and started the band in 1973. And uh, 50 years, almost 50 years. So should I get, can't, can't get ahead of myself. 48 years into it, uh, we're still together.
1: Uh, just another punk band from East L.A. Not quite, yeah. though, huh? Not quite.
0: <laughs> I think we're just another band from East L.A. We, you're just one of those that that really were fortunate and blessed to be doing what we're doing now.
1: Oh. A <laughs> little more than that. Um, when did it all happen for you, you know, as far as you could tell? You know, tell us a little bit about your history. You did a little bit, but like you said, you're all friends. Like, how did you all just get started?
0: We all went to high school together and we're friends there. Um, some of us grew up in the same neighborhoods. Uh, and then um, right out of high school, we were all playing in, in, uh, in, in bands. You know, I had a band with David, Conrad had a band, Caesar had a band. And um, I don't know, like the way the story goes, you know, after high school, we were hanging out together. And as you say, uh, if you hang around long enough at a barbershop, you'll eventually get a haircut. So so in our case, we started a band and uh, it was to play traditional Mexican music, which is really unusual for young teenagers to be interested in music that usually connected to to our parents. But we got fascinated by the musicality and the technical part of it and just the beauty of the music. And we left rock and roll, which was unheard of and played traditional mexican music exclusively for about almost 10 years because it was that much information to uh to absorb the regional music is just absolutely beautiful and it changes from different parts of different parts of mexico so we it was a lot of a lot of time and a lot of hard work and research and then eventually we made our way back to rock and roll in the late 70s and um uh, We crossed the river over to LA to play rock and roll in a lot of these clubs. And that's when we got discovered. Then the first record came out in 1983. 1984, we did How We Will Survive, which uh, was on the critics polls all over the country. And um, we got voted uh, Band of the Year, tied with uh, the East Street Band and uh, Bruce Springsteen. Quite an accomplishment for, for a bunch of kids from East Los Angeles. And earlier than that we had just won a Grammy first time for a Mexican American band to win a Grammy and those it was, it was quite a quite an accomplishment, but all for us, we were just moving forward and just kept working really hard and all the other stuff was just. Uh, um, bonuses.
1: um. And then how do you guys just, you know, well, like it's probably a stupid question, but I'm going to ask you anyway.
0: <laughs> how do <laughs> yeah, you come
1: better. up with which covers to do? I mean, just, just, just the music you love and your you know.
0: Oh, for this record. Oh yeah. Uh, I picked, uh, we all picked songs that we, we liked and uh, some of what uh, we all brought something to the, to the table and, and we all looked at it and we figured like, you know, we, yeah, we can pull that one off and that would be a good one. And uh, this is the first time ever that we ended up with with more songs that we than we that we had room to record. You know, usually when we uh, write original music, it's it's a lot of work. Of course, we're writing on demand for for a twelve song record of all twelve original songs. That's kind of tough. So this was really just a, a total joy to be able to put this together.
1: So great. Uh, i've read somewhere that you guys are almost going to pack it in before this new album is that true
0: that, that uh, you know that Caesar had said that and it got spread far and wide i think what he what he meant was that we had been working so darn hard that that uh when this pandemic hit and we were forced to shut down at that point it felt almost like like uh we hadn't experienced any kind of break like that in 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 35 years. So uh um I think at that point a lot of things we kind of were, were for a lot of bands just uh and for anybody with any kind of job that sees it kind of just disappear just start to scratch your head and and figure well maybe we're going back to this if when and, when it does happen because we knew that it was never an, an, an if it was always when when we get back that maybe we'll just probably try to slow down a little bit and I think that's what we plan to do. We're not getting any younger. We're not the kids we used to be, obviously. Uh, so uh, we're looking at that, uh, you know, like many people have prioritized their lives and we're doing the same as a band.
1: Good answer. <laughs> yeah, so true. So as you said, you might be doing another new album, right? Uh, yes.
0: We're talking about it right now. Right now, we're just too busy doing what's in front of us. Uh, uh, right now, we're we're, we're not taking it easy we're touring intensively because we have um, a record to promote uh, we have uh, uh, we have these package tours that we just finished doing most of them we did a, we started doing a with a, uh we're on the road of lemmy Lou harris for about a week went out with steve roll for another another week or so the mavericks and um it's been fun getting together with old friends uh and then we've had just so many um, makeup shows to do for a lot of shows in 2020 that people just hung onto their tickets, and so we're doing a lot of makeup shows. So it's a lot of work right now, going all the way through the end of the year, and then after the first of the year, we're going to take a look at how we're going to pace ourselves.
1: That sounds good. What do you like to do when you're not working?
0: A lot of like what I did while I was uh, while I was home for 15 months, get to know everybody. Get to use, get you see it in a hot meal, not coming home and having the dog bark at me. <laughs> all of the all of the things that we all like, you know, take drives by the ocean, and and uh, I think as you get older, you appreciate, you know, more sunsets and ice cream. <laughs> it's
1: true. What's something you always travel with?
0: Something I always travel with, whether I have time or not, I travel with a the small little watercolor sketchbook, and I put down things when whenever I can and and do the little scribbling and a little bit of painting. And that's a, you know, if I get back from the hotel, back to the hotel after a show, if I've got a little bit of energy to burn, uh, I'll usually do something like that. And there's always that and a book. A book is always a constant companion.
1: I love it. I love that you didn't say phone. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite comfort food?
0: My favorite comfort food? Well, you know, I'm going to have to say, you know, my wife's a Italian. Hundred percent Italian. All
1: right, me too. hundred percent.
0: You too, really.
1: Butler's my married name.
0: Uh, oh it. yeah. <laughs> uh, my my wife's name is Savalio. She's a uh, uh, Calabrese Napulitan.
1: All right. <laughs> so
0: I I'll have to you know I'll I'll get hit with a pan if I don't say that my my favorite uh, dish is sitting down to just a just your traditional marinara with uh, with the, my favorite is rigatoni. So uh, that's, 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 that's incredible comfort because it, it, it does a lot of things. It just tastes so darn good. And, uh, and it just brings back everything about her and I uh, going back to when we first met and back in 73,
1: 74.
0: Oh. So yeah, it's, it's the perfect uh, all around uh, comfort.
1: I love it. Does she ever go on the road with you?
0: occasionally she does uh, all the cool places
1: (laughs) yeah yeah,
0: right (laughs) yeah I don't think I I, I don't think she'd be interested in going to Camden yeah Camden nothing gets with sons at all but you know she she likes to come out to New York um, and she's originally from uh, just north of Chicago Uh, so um, uh, we we go to Chicago and we get it we hire a car we go to Kenosha Wisconsin where she's from and go uh, put uh, flowers on her her dad's gray and then we hit the uh hit the italian bakery that you grew up going to and uh go back to the the house and have biscotti and and, and back to the hotel and and do some more shows <laughs> san francisco she loves we, we, uh, we've been to paris together and yeah it's she comes out once in a while but uh her and my boys say so they all have their of course their own lives and careers so they're busy doing that too
1: uh, what's your testament to keeping it going so long?
0: Oh, I think it's, it's easy. To, that's an easy answer. It's a, the fact that we have so much history together uh, that we were, f- uh, most importantly, that we were friends here before we were ever musicians together. This band didn't come together through classified ads. So if hmm. you took music away, which we would never do, you'd end up having four, four guys that grew up together as brothers. So that's what keeps us together.
1: Awesome. Um, any other musicians of today that you particularly think are good?
0: Oh, God, I've been listening to this band from uh, just young kids. They, they look like they just discovered punk rock like last week. They're wearing their <laughs> Misfits t-shirts, and their Ramones t-shirts. They're really young. They're playing a uh, Gumbia. Uh, but uh, the two brothers uh, grew up with their father who played a uh, marimba, which is like a Latin xylophone and so one brother plays the the low end of the xylophone the barimba the one plays the melody and they have a bass guitar drums uh, percussionist they're called uh, son Rompepera, and and they're really great uh, check them out on youtube son mm-hmm. Rompepera, and they're blowing up they're just fantastic so that, that i'm into that right now and but then when i'm not doing that i'm listening to uh, bill evans or something you know
1: cool what about uh drummers and guitarists
0: drummers guitarists whoo that's that's almost like asking somebody what your favorite book is which i just (laughs) recently got asked by the orange county library system to uh, pick out my favorite book and i said i can't even get close i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna uh, pick one of my favorite books how's that it makes it a lot easier so one of my favorite guitar players okay um well, you know, I have to go into my own personal history. Jimi Hendrix was the first live band I ever saw when I was 14 years old, and Jimi Hendrix rearranged every brain cell in my body, and uh, to this day I'll always uh, go back to those that experience. And so, Jimi Hendrix has always been my favorite guitar player, but so many, so many, and it, the it, George Benson, Larry Coryell, John McLaughlin. Uh, Okay, at West Montgomery, there's just so many guitar players that Eric Clapton and uh, uh, Jeff Beck, and you know, all of those classic guitar players. Not to mention, you know, I'm not even gonna get, get started with all like the Derek Trucks and all those uh, mm-hmm. amazing guitar players that are out today, all the way down to these kids that, that are playing amazing guitar and they're like 10 years old. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of them, but but I think I'd, if I had to uh, go to the desert with the, with the record, it would probably be Jimi Hendrix.
1: Awesome. What about drummers?
0: Drummers, John Bonham uh, uh, and Elvin Jones. Morello is great. Um, yeah, probably Elvin Jones. I would say Elvin Jones, would, if I had to go to one, one person in particular, probably be it.
1: I know when I hang up, I'm just damn, why didn't I ask? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Is there anything you want to tell us that, that we didn't cover?
0: Just tell everybody that how grateful I am to be doing what I'm doing. I mean, I just been the most fortunate uh, kid on the block, you know, growing up from where I grew up. Uh, it's it's incredible that I've been able to do a number of things, not only play music, but also uh, help to redefine uh myths of stereotypes of Mexican-American people, you know, bring, bring the, the, the songs of, of, of my of my heritage and not to mention songs that I've wrote to, to the world. It's been a, a, a great, great, great time for me. And I, I, I cherish every moment of it and I'm grateful every minute.
1: So, so beautiful. All right. Uh, Louis, thank you so much. What an honor and a pleasure to speak with you uh you're fantastic
0: (laughs) thanks for asking all these great questions and um Um, keep doing what you're doing it's it's important for us to get get the word out about culture and music and and life in general like you're absolutely absolutely
1: thank you have a good tour stay well
0: thank you you too stay good and eat more pasta yes (laughs) (laughs) okay goodbye